If you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales, rather, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. That is why we labor and strive, because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of all people, and especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters, give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. New International Version There are several metaphors throughout the New Testament illustrating the nature of the Christian life and Christian community. God's people are the temple of the Holy Spirit, the house where the Lord dwells, the body of Christ, a group working together and strengthening one another in faith, the army of the Lord, advancing with a shared purpose of proclaiming good news and extending God's benevolent rule, just to name a few. All the metaphors are embedded with the need for training, for spiritual disciplines and practices which strengthen faith and promote spiritual health. Just as an army of recruits needs intense basic training and ongoing discipline, and just as the body needs hourly movement and daily exercise of its muscles, so, Christian communities require spiritual development with a variety of forms and functions to elicit and establish a solid godly life. The curriculum in the school of faith, the liturgy within the spiritual temple, the boot camp for the Lord soldier, and the sets and repetitions for Christ's body are reading and listening to Scripture with a life rhythm of personal and corporate integrity, confident faith, steadfast love, encouraging words, and virtuous behavior. If we dedicate ourselves to these things, there will be no room for entertaining wacky stories which have no basis in truth. Instead, there will be lush spiritual growth, teachable spirits, humble service, supportive beliefs, compassionate ministry, and open fellowship. The high values of our faith need to be both used and guarded. Our treasured possessions, whatever they may be, are handled appropriately and carefully, being kept in a secure place when not used, and being used with care when out. Our faith, our life and doctrine, is both a precious possession, as well as a necessary muscle to do the will of God. Like our own physical muscles, faith needs to be stretched, exercised, rested, and supplied with plenty of protein and necessary nutrients. Overtaxed muscles will fatigue and can be damaged through too much exertion. And underused muscles will wither and atrophy, unable to handle even the smallest of strain when we need them. So, it is best to have proper spiritual hygiene and exercise through a regimen of tried and true practices designed to improve and maintain healthy faith. If you want to build your faith, consider the following 10 ways. 1. Increase your amount of reading. There is no substitute for daily repetitions of reading the Bible. Supporting a growing faith will require more voluminous reading. 2. Focus on listening to the biblical text. Reading is only as good as our listening skills. For the Christian, paying attention to the Holy Spirit's gentle whispers is a must. 3. Decrease your media time. For all the good stuff out there, a lot of media information is based in myth, half-truths, and opinions masked as facts, not to mention all the hack and huckster preachers. 4. Pray more. In fact, pray continually. 5. Practice gratitude, not complaining. Need I say more? 6. Snack on good spiritual reading. 
Consuming a good book before bed keeps the faith muscle fed longer. 7. Rest. When God created and instituted seven days, the first day was a day of rest, the work days came after. Don't flip-flop the divine order. 8. Supplement with good spiritual conversation. Half-baked theological ideas come from remaining in one's own cave-like head. Consultation, collaboration, and fellowship help create a rich and full faith. 9. Don't overtrain. Good idea, read the Bible in a year. Bad idea, read the Bible in a month. Good idea, digest the contents of ecumenical creeds and church confessions. Bad idea, stuff a bunch of knowledge down your gullet without any love to wash it down. Savor the meal. Don't be a pig. 10. Don't lift too heavy for your faith muscle. The ancient desert fathers spent years developing their faith and could do incredible feats of spiritual strength. Christianity isn't a competition of keeping up with the Francis of Assisi's and Martin Luther's of history. Use the measure of faith given to you and focus on those small daily decisions of trust. Christianity is a marathon, not a 100-meter sprint. We persevere to the end, not flame out after taxing ourselves with expectations and responsibilities God never gave us. Be safe. Be strong. Be smart. Be spiritual. We are all in this together. Gracious God, fill your church with truth, the truth with peace, and the peace with love. Where our faith is weak, make it strong, where it is misguided and in error, correct and direct it, where it is amiss, reform it, where it is in want, provide for it, where it is divided, reunite it, for the sake of Jesus Christ your Son our Savior. Amen.